everybody, it's Minivan Men with Al Madrigal and Maz Jibrani. Today we talk about allowance, should your kid have money, when should they have money, and what are they going to spend it on. And we also talk about candy. Hey, my daughter is addicted to candy. All right, Minivan Men, starting now. Hey everybody, welcome to Minivan Men. This is uh, the newest version, for those of you who haven't tuned in lately. It's uh, Al Madrigal and Maz Jobrani. Uh, Chris Spencer is uh, hanging out with Kevin Hart. What's up with that? Uh, private planes. Private Rich. planes. <laughs> no, Chris Chris got busy. He, uh, he did a minivan man upgrade to a tiny, very successful black man. Yeah, um, yeah. Minivan black man. Black, black minivan van. Anyway, long story short, it's just me and Al, and uh, we're here to talk to you. And uh, Al, first thing, uh, just right off the bat, um, congrats on the special. Yeah, it was great. Everybody was very nice. And, and uh, tweets were coming in hot and heavy about very, uh, you know, quoting the bits, which is always great. And, you know, a lot of material that I worked on for a long time. So it was nice to sort of put that aside. And me and you were talking about this on the phone just during a call when we were uh, chit-chatting about um, putting out the next, now I got to get the new stuff going. Uh, now I got to, you know, really hunker down and write the new material and start honing the new bits. You know, it's funny. I was just listening to, uh, is it Mick Fleetwood? That's the guy who runs the Fleetwood Mac, correct? I think it's sure. Mick. But anyway, uh, he's, he's the drummer. Whatever you said, uh, uh, if anything with Fleetwood yeah. makes sense. So, yeah. Well, he's the drummer of Fleetwood Mac, and he's the, the band leader. And he was talking about how they're going on tour again, and uh, they've come up with some new songs. And it was funny because he was telling the... Uh, he was telling the interviewer, he goes, you know, if we don't play some of these new songs, I mean, some of the old songs, we're going to get lynched. And I'm thinking, oh, God, to be a musician, they want the old stuff. They don't want the new stuff. <laughs> they yeah. want the old. The Stones, if you're, if you're going to a Rolling Stones concert, they don't bust out brown sugar. You're, they're screwed. Yeah. And, and for us, as soon as uh, you and I both had the experience, but as soon as you see your special on TV, you're like, oh, man, there goes all that material. Yeah, I gotta get the new stuff going. And then there's guys like Louis C.K. and Bill Burr who just really make a habit and a method of putting away the new stuff. Once they've done it on television, they just go right away. It's gone. Dead to them. And they start fresh. Yeah. Completely well, fresh. You know, I, I was telling you the thing to do, I think, is to kind of massage it out. You know, like you, right. I'm going with the Maz massage method. Get a massage it out. Easing it out. You're sort of uh, introducing new jokes gradually um, and doing the newest of the old stuff. Yeah, it'll take you another year to two to come up with the next special. That's fine. That's that's great pace. It's good pace. Yeah. But now back to uh, the, uh, something I was going to talk about. Um, uh, somebody sent an email asking uh, to talk about allowances for kids. Do you do Ugh. allowances for your kids yet, or are they too no, young still? No, my kids have money, though, so they're always threatening to make these bad purchases. You know, I want an iPhone Touch, or the iTouch is what the, my son keeps saying. He has an iPad. He has used to this laptop here. And for some reason, he wants an eye touch. I think they want a text. I think he's at a 10 years old, about to turn 11. He's starting to be interested in texting his friends. He has an Instagram account, which now, is scary. When you say he has, a, he has money, how does he get that money? Birthdays. Birthdays, oh. Christmas. After a couple birthdays, they're starting to... So he has about 1100 bucks in the bank. Wow. Not bad. 
which is good. I gave him a little bit just to get him started, and then he had some other money just to get him excited about his bank account. My daughter's got a stash of <laughs> 200 bucks over here somewhere. She, she started getting some, her hands on some cash. Hilarious. And she's got it, like, you know, hidden behind some stuffed animals. Me and my wife, did we ever, uh, my wife is sitting off the background, do we ever pay her back? <laughs> we, we, we owe her money. That's she keeps on telling my wife she we owe her fifty bucks. Oh, you borrowed fifty bucks from her? We borrowed fifty bucks. See, that's the other thing with you having these little cash stashes around when you're cash poor and a pizza guy shows up, you know, you can always go dip into a, a piggy bank that's stuffed, you know, behind some uh children's books or stuffed animals. Well, so Well, that's the problem for when you teach your kid how to count, because now they know. Because if she couldn't they, count, you could just be like, <laughs> No, there was there was fifty dollars less the whole time. She's giving strict accounts. She knows exactly what's going on with it. We had to hit her up for 20 bucks. And then she brought $20 to the zoo on a class field trip and bought a stuffed animal that our dogs quickly found and carried back. We have these two little dogs that are sneaking off with every single stuffed animal they can to bring back to their house. Um, so that was quickly ruined. So there goes 20 bucks out of her stash. Now, when- I don't know. I just don't think... If they do chores and they earn the money, then I'm all for ha- them having an allowance. Of and course. I'm all for them having an allowance when they're, you know, they have purchases that they might want to make. When they're 13 years old, I, you know, a kid need, maybe wants to go to the movies with their friends and should have some sort of accounting for their own money. If there's an album they want to buy from iTunes, they should be able to dip into their own iTunes account. So if your kid had a PayPal account, a bank account, you're seeing children of you know this generation having all of these uh, you know online accounts and things that they are they know how to manage and yeah maybe we're teaching our kids how to deal with money properly and maybe it's like 13 around the same time that you get a cell phone is probably the best time to get some of these accounts well let me ask Doesn't you that make sense let me ask you a question now louisa you said went and bought the stuffed animal comes home the dogs rip it apart they, they slobbered on it. They, they crusted it up. So yeah, is she is she crying and knowing the value of the of the product, or is she just like, oh, whatever, that's gone. I get another one. Uh, she, it's not exactly gone. I think she tried to uh, spruce it up and cleaned it up a little bit and got the dog slime off of it. And um, she, she, but you're right. It's like, are they appreciating this stuff? Do they value? Does twenty dollars mean something to them? And that's precisely why I wanted to get my son the account. You know, it's, it's, I wanted to get him the actual bank account so he could stash it away. He could see some interest. He could watch it grow. He can keep it and save up for a major purchase rather than, you know, a couple little things and technology grabs that are going to sort of, you know, quickly yeah, outdate. Because, listen, my boy at four and my daughter at two, they have no idea. They just, things just show up. They just show up. Whatever they, you know, they get toys. Like at at Christmas when they have like 50 toys being thrown at them and they just open it up, they throw it to the side, they go to the next one. Yeah, every single year we say we're not going to buy a lot of Christmas presents and they end up just opening and opening and opening and opening and birthdays and they just stash. It's, it's, there's no value and and they get anything they want. If something breaks, a new one shows up. Yeah, I, I think we... We probably have the same problems that they have no idea what things cost. And how do you teach um, fiscal responsibility without also making them cheap asses? <laughs> it's true. My buddy Adam, um, who I work at The Daily Show with, talks about that, talks about growing up with parents that were very thrifty 
And you, you guys, you guys make fun of me all the time because I'm frugal. Um, so I, I definitely, I just don't like throwing money around at the same time. It's like um, no, but you like I when do you go, spoil but, the kids. But you when know? you, but when you go out, you do you like you're you're getting drinks. Hey guys, I get around. This is my round. You do that. You're, you're absolutely yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like I'm good like that, dude. My I the people I hate hanging out with are those people that get quiet when it like. It's like time to order or take a round or something, or like a bill comes and you've all eaten, and the guy just quiets down. And you know, look if they're if they're poor or something, I go okay. Like you know, we comedians, there's a lot of poor comedians. So I go, sure, all right. sure, sure. But no, and I I see that a mile a mile away, and I uh, oftentimes you know make sure that I tell somebody that I got them. Don't worry about it. And yeah. I if I'm if I'm out with any of those guys, I pick it up for sure. You got to. If you're a headliner on the road with uh, the opener and the feature that just got paid 150 bucks for a set when you got paid well, you better be picking up the tab. Yeah. I just don't be that guy. If you do have money and don't nickel and dime your friends and make sure it all comes around. That being said, you know, when it does come around to your turn, I like somebody to throw down their card for me occasionally. But I feel like me and you don't have a problem with that. But when it comes to our kids, you know, we're constantly, it's like always like hanging out with your friends who never have their wallet on them. You know, we're just paying for them nonstop. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that, that'd be we, funny. We, if we, of course we will because you, but... They, it's it's important, I think, at the same time for them to know this is a treat. Like, when we're going, we don't have to be doing this, but this is, so, I mean, without being a total dick about it either. It's weird. It's, it's difficult to manage. You know, you want to take care of these guys. And you want them to appreciate. 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 That would be funny, though, if your kid one time would be like, I got this one, Dad. I got it. Yeah. I, I keep it. trying to, have you ever tried to buy stuff for you? My parents won't let me buy anything for them. Um, he said, soon will come a time when you get to pay for dinner. If we're ever out for dinner, I say, please, let me get you still this. Haven't pay, you still haven't done a p- p- I dinner? I have never bought my parents' dinner. Wow. What, you, what do you, what, you don't know the move? The, the, that's, how, I mean, that's a, that's I'm a, the, I invented the move. I love them. I, I get up and go to the bathroom all the time. Yeah. So I it, do that, but... And your dad preempts it? will insist. They'll take it back. They'll just completely cock-block your move. No, no. You got to get in there before. You get the waitress. Hey, these are my parents. They're going to try and do this. This is my card. You take care of this. da 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 You look them straight in the eye. You go, Dad, I've been wanting to do this. This is my... Let me do this. This, well, this okay, is Well, okay. Now, this is not true. Because so on my dad's birthday, we called the restaurant that they we knew they were going to in advance and had desserts brought out and made sure that the bill was taken care of. And you did it. Yeah. Fantastic. It was too late. It was already I preempted. Yeah, exactly. But I wasn't there. But so 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 now the thing is we gotta teach this to our kids, but also teach them to be frugal. That's the key. And also appreciate, not frugal, but appreciate what you have. So the thing with just just to wrap it all around again, the thing with what you were saying with allowances, you get them at a certain age. You say, here's the chore. You're going to get 20 bucks. Did you ever do that? Did you ever go door to door and knock on people's houses to clean their stuff? We would do anything. I mean, we were just the biggest scavengers. No, we never did yard work or anything like that. But we um, 
we were constantly, it was all the loose change from our entire house. And I think I see my kids doing that now. If you put 56 cents down on the dining room table, it just immediately gets swept up. And these you know, 10 and 11 year olds, <laughs> you're just like a change scavenger. We were collecting cans, I think at some point. So we would, uh, you know, elbowing old Chinese ladies in San Francisco, trying to, um, box them out for their can stash. We, we would do anything we could to get money. And you anyway. and, and you sell stuff. And you spend it all on candy. Yeah, it was mostly candy. You were just, just saving up for candy purchases at yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, so do give your kids allowances. I, we used to go door to door. We lived in a good neighborhood, by the way. I mean, it wasn't like, like if you live in a bad neighborhood, don't send your kids door to door because then they might not come back. If you live in any neighborhood, don't send your kids door to door. I'm just so worried. I, I can't. That's another thing we got to talk about. I am so. I'll walk my kids down the block. Then my neighbor Mike has three little kids, and he sends those kids are out in the street all the time, and walking all over the place, and just walking up here. They wander up here. We'll get a phone call. Is is so and so up there? And they don't even know. And That's whereas funny. I won't let my kids out in front of the house by themselves, I, mean, I probably should. It's a different era. You're right. It's a, so basically, if you're going to send your kids door to door to make some money, you're going to have to hire a security guy to follow them around, and then you break even. Yeah, exactly. Protection. Some right. bigger kid. <laughs> some bigger kid. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. Hey, we're back with the Minivan Men. This is Maz Jobrani with Al Madrigal talking about our lives, our kids, and Al's uh, daughter is, uh, what, what's going on? Oh, I, we mentioned candy, saving up for candy. I really feel like my daughter has a major candy problem where she <laughs> is, I mean, she loves, what kid doesn't like some candy? But my son really could, you know, take it or leave it, doesn't obsess over it. And I want, I'm watching my daughter like hoard it, um, covet it. Like really, she is fiending. She could have it nonstop. There's other. There's no limit to her excess. I mean, she just completely binges out on sweets. And so she has. We have you know Easter. There is Easter candy all over the place, and we had this bunny rabbit bag. And she, my wife, went to go throw it away, and she completely lost her shit. Because she knew she had accounted for all of the candy in that bag and then just freaked out when she knew some of the gross, cheap, bad candy was gone. Wow. My wife kept the good stuff, the name brand, Skittles, little miniature Hershey's, um, so, you know, whatever, Reese's eggs, I think, were in there. A lot of, we're a big Reese's family, a lot of Reese's products around, so, of course, we kept the good stuff. But all, like, the cheap, no-name crap. She just tossed. Well, let's break this down. Is it is she upset because of the? Because uh, she does she eat all the stuff, or is it more like that was my possessions and now? No, no, no. She eats it all. She just she, she freaks out. Like, is she going to become an alcoholic? What does this mean? Now is she? Now do you see like her pudging up at all? 
No, she is my super tall. My wife is really big, tall lady, and uh, my daughter is following in that path. And she's uh, wow. She's so fine. You know, she's very tall for her age. She's in the ninetieth percentile. My wife's about five eight, and my daughter is looking like she's going to be pretty tall as well. So, if anyone has any pointers on how to wean the kids off the candy. <laughs> Yeah, what do I do? So we, we, I, I'll tell you exactly what we did. Yeah. We, since she overreacted and we're big uh, on don't overreact, be calm and cool as much as you can. And so she has a problem with that, overreacting, especially about the candy. Uh-huh. We cut it out. Ooh. So she is not allowed just like a television, no candy during the uh, week at all. Wow. That's like and a, it's like an intervention. Yeah, and, like, it's like an intervention. Yeah, you're not. She's not. She's not drinking during the week. Now, is she allowed? Now, the, now, uh, the, does your boy eat candy around her, and does she freak out? No, nah, I just, just rub it in her face. Uh, although he would, he's big into teasing her right now, but um, doesn't uh, flaunt it. I mean, he'd get in trouble for doing that. So I, I don't know, man. I just don't want to see. You don't want to see anybody obsessed with anything. If it's candy, if it's, uh, you know, some type of toy, I think anything, too much of anything is always a bad idea. Absolutely. So we're trying to preach everything in moderation, and you can't make, you know, candy can't be too important to you. I, I, I hope we're doing the right thing. You know, it's funny you brought this up, because I was thinking, this, this, is, this is interesting. They, some people have this theory that your personality kind of revolves around your date of birth. Some people believe in this. Like they go, oh, you're a Sagittarius? Then you must be very whatever. You're very aggressive. Oh, you're Pisces? You're very passive. Yada, 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 right? So I have a couple of friends who have birthdays around my son's birthday. And both of these guys, I've seen when they drink, they become kind of uh, aggressive. It's kind of, it's, it's weird. Like, <laughs> You think your son's going to be a bad drunk? I sat there and I was like, oh my God, my son is like the <laughs> nicest kid. I swear, I've seen him do some of the, like he's so good with other kids. He, I'm teaching him, talk about chores. I'm teaching him, uh, I, I tell him you got to make your bed before you leave the house. It's good feng shui. Today he, sure. was, he was making his bed and his sister's bed. I mean, this kid's a good nice kid. Boy. And, sure. and then I was like, oh my God, what happens if it's 17, 18, or whatever the age is, 14, I don't know how old they are when they start drinking, he's going to start, you know, getting into the cabinet, having some drinks, and then he becomes a bad drunk, and now i got to deal with this aggressive jerk? Like, what? Well, uh, There's only one way to tell. Let's get him drunk and find out what happens. We should right? do that. <laughs> Send him out to the game, see what happens. <laughs> um yeah, he starts unmaking the beds. Is that what he's going to I don't, I don't know. I mean, this this whole thing you're talking about, addiction. It's it's interesting because they say, look. When addic- did you first have your first drink? I think I had my first drink when I was around 14 years old. I remember being oh. at my friend's house. We got into his dad's liquor cabinet. We we drank. His idea? Um, it was all, we had, there was like three or four of us. And we're like, let's do this. Now, because what here, this is what happens. You see, I think I've learned now later in life, uh, addiction, a lot of it is also um, highly... Um, um, it's genetic too. So if your parents either had some sort of addiction, you're more apt to be to, to having those genes. And so sure, and that's why I think my kids are screwed. That's why I'm really worried about my daughters because I think on both sides, whether it's uh, gambling, booze, like I think you know. I mean, um, the my side's uh, Mexican, Sicilian. Yeah, forget it. You're done. Korean. Yeah, Korean. They're screwed. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like the same thing from the Iranian side. It's like 
my dad, my dad was an alcoholic. I didn't know it till later in life, but he was a big, he would drink vodka. It was like water because he came from the northern part of Iran, which is near um, Russia. It was just like water. So that starts worrying you. You're like, oh my God, these genes are there. And like just the other day, I saw Mila, the little two-year-old. Uh, my wife had had a cup of coffee that was just sitting around. And even coffee. Start pound, start pound the coffee. You know, she came over to the coffee. She starts smelling it. She goes, mmm, good. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're two years old. That's not supposed to be good. Yeah, she just appreciates the, your, the fact that your wife made a fine cup of coffee. Yeah, I, I was this close to, I, w- I actually should do it next time. I was, I'm going to have her taste it so she sees how horrible it tastes. And so it gets in her head. And so she, not that, you know, whatever, coffee, we all drink coffee. But I'm just saying. Well, what happened when, uh, just back to it real quick, if you don't mind if we back up, what happened when you guys got drunk when you were 13 or 14 years old? Oh, we were stupid. I've never, I've never been, I've never been a belligerent drunk in terms of like, I've never been an aggressive drunk. I get like, you know, I, I, I think my personality gets multiplied. Like I'm like, I'm like a golden retriever. So like when I got drunk, I remember ending the night going, man, you guys are my best friends. I love you guys. Yeah, yeah cry. I love you, man. Yeah. And then they go, <laughs> it was so funny. Cause they go, cause I was so drunk. They were like messing with me. They're like, because there was like like there was like one bed and a couch, and then the third guy was on the ground. And I think I started on the bed, and I'm like, I love you guys, man. And like, bro, you got to get on the ground. And I was like, I'm on the ground, going like, I still love you guys, man. I still love you guys, even though you put me on the ground. I, I love you guys. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I that's who I became. I've never, but then I have friends. Are you what? What happens with you when you become drunk? You don't become aggressive. I get really. I'm just exhausted all the time. I'm so tired. I really do. Get tired. Yesterday, I had to do a shoot for the Daily Show, and um, you had a five-hour sipping a five-hour energy throughout the day that faded. And I, you know, we had a couple of drinks at night, exhausted, just so tired. So I've always gotten this way. I've never. A lot of people get you know feisty, energetic, and I just get really sleepy and want to immediately go to bed. Well, you're that, then you're a good you're a good drunk because yeah, not- I always am pretty good about pulling myself away. I get very chatty and probably divulge way too much personal information, which of course on this show uh, you're hearing everything. But uh, I too much, and then I regret doing that, and um, you know should probably just. Be quiet and go to what, sleep. So what, I, I pull myself out a lot of the times too. What's your What's get, your birthday? I'm a July 4th. Oh, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. You might be the same sign as my son. You just gave me hope. Because my son's June 26th. And the other two guys I know uh, are right there. They get drunk. They want to fight. Now you're sure. Oh, I still want to fight. No, you you, you just said you wouldn't get very good at it because I'm exhausted. No, you just said you get you just said you get tired and divulge information. That's I could live with my son being like that. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm really good about pulling myself out. I've never been in a fight in my entire life. Beautiful. So if my son came home and was like, Dad, I talked a lot and uh, fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, I talked a lot. I'm gonna... I think I, at one point in high school, I asked five different girls at a party to the junior prom, and they all said yes. Because you were drunk? Because I was drunk. And then how'd you handle that the next day? I had to make some phone calls. Say, yeah. Hey, that you was know how that was I asked you. That yeah. was the beginning of your uh, firing career. 
Yeah, exactly. I need to unask you. We've um, it's come to my attention that I <laughs> drank some tequila last night and made some bad choices. One of those choices, regrettably, is asking you to the junior prom. Now, while I very much enjoy your company, I also, um, you know, unfortunately, asked four other young ladies to the prom as well. Um, so I think it's only the right thing to do to um, go with. The first girl that said yes, um, and um, this doesn't change her relationship anyway. I very much like you as a friend. I it's, appreciate it's not you, that, it's me. Yeah, I appreciate the fact that you said yes. <laughs> However, we're gonna um, we're gonna keep that on file. We have your yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's great to know that you were interested, and um, you know, consider if this doesn't work out with this other young lady, it's uh, nice to know that um, you're an option for us in the future. We have your number. Yeah. Exactly. That's hilarious. Okay, well, look, I'll take I'll take your kind of drunk over uh, the other guys any day. Yeah, I just I think it's important to pull yourself. I the first time I got drunk was with my cousin Joe, and we would say so my parents had a wine cellar, and I guess this lesson is to parents is lock up your booze when your kids start turning thirteen, fourteen. But my dad did have his booze locked up. We stole a bottle of white wine. We got some slice. Remember slice? Yeah. We got some slice, and we made uh, white wine spritzers, San Francisco style. <laughs> How gay. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, buddy. Wasted. I think we were drinking Popov vodka. Yeah, see, you did it Marin style in the street. You oh. find an alley, chunker down. No, in we were in a... Drink some Popov no. out of a plastic bottle. No, nice house in Tiburon, but for some reason they had Popov. Cheap vodka. Nice house, cheap vodka. Ugh. Anytime your vodka comes in a plastic bottle, it's going to be a rough night. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool, man. So what is the lesson here? I, don't do, I guess lock up your booze. Jeez. Lock up your booze. I think I'm going to try. You know what I'm going to try? And, and this is what I propose to parents. And again, parents, write us. Uh, you can write. What, 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 where are they writing us at now? Uh, for me, it's... Well, you know, it's just, just, just us personally. Probably okay. is better. And then, you know, put minivan men in the subject t- um, heading. And uh, that should help us so for for me you can write to facebook.com slash maz jobrani and for al oh it's just you know my email is uh almagical at me.com yeah and and tell us what you do with your teens now we got a little bit of ways to go my proposal al is uh when my son turns 12 13 or so i'm gonna open up something with him have a drink and i'm gonna try and explain to him because you know the problem is they see us drinking and so it's okay. Uh, I, sure. So well, we you, always tell my kids two is your max. Two of anything. Like you don't want to have more than two. Nice. Yeah. And I broke that rule last night. Of course. Pretty hungover. Yeah. But um, the the candy thing, I think we're handling it properly, and it's a good lesson for you know other things. Is that everything in moderation? And yeah, sure, you can have a sip of this and a sip of that, and some a little bit of wine. But they never see us have too much. Yeah, you don't want to be belligerent at the house. Nope. All right. Nobody should be having more than two drinks at the house around their kids, or you're a bad person. Yes. All right. <laughs> Right, with that, we'll end it. I just want my kids not to be scumbags. That's I, it. I agree with you, man. If you're yeah. listening to the minivan men, and if there's one thing you could take away, step away from the bottle. 
Don't yeah. be drinking from a bottle. Sip from a glass, <laughs> put the kids to sleep, and then get as effed up as you want. But wake up the next morning, solid, five-hour energy drink, get them off to school, drink your alcohol again. Then once you pick them up, hopefully with a taxi, because yeah. you'll be drunk, then you play with them a little bit, put them to sleep, go back to your drinking. Just That's the discreet. advice. discreet. Vomit quietly. Vomit quietly. <laughs> Right. All right. All right. Um, you got to go pick up Dara. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, so that's it. Minivan Men. Uh, that's our episode. See you guys. Bye. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites mazjobrani.com and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks.